0: Hi there, and welcome back to my podcast. If the sound quality sounds a little different, it is because my boyfriend gave me a microphone for Christmas. He laughed at and probably cringed a little with the sirens going on in the background in the last episode. So, yeah, I mean, it gave me a little bit of a chuckle when I heard it. It's living in Chicago for you. But, yeah, so if the sound quality sounds better, give uh, thanks to him because I probably wouldn't have bought this for myself. Um, I figured in this episode, though, I would do a little more about getting to know my specific anxiety and my OCD disorders. Um, I just think before I dive into what my current situation is and talk your ears off, that maybe you should know a little bit more about my anxiety and what OCD is and what my OCD is specifically. I do not have things written down. My last episode was written down just because I wanted to make sure I wasn't going on and on and on about my background and my history. But moving forward, at least for now, um, all my episodes are going to be just me talking in general. So you might fucking hate it. I'm sorry about that. Or you might really love it. Hopefully you get a good chuckle because I'm pretty sure I will spew some nonsense, go on tangents, talk about nothing part of the time, Um, talk too fast. I really try to slow myself down. And I'll probably swear a lot, I'll probably mess up words, so I'm sorry about that. But here we go. Okay, so I'm going to start with anxiety because it's not as in-depth as OCD is. And I think most people will be familiar with anxiety. Most people have anxiety to some level, but... Whether it's a disorder or not really depends on if it interferes with your actual daily life. And anxiety really can be logical or illogical. OCD is almost always, probably not almost, it's always illogical. And for me, my OCD is what makes my anxiety illogical. So just to start with like the definition simply of anxiety disorder, it's a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activity. So I wanted to start with anxiety. And I found a list of questions to explore your own anxiety. So I figure we would just go with that. I haven't read all the questions, honestly. So I guess we'll find out together if they're um, fucking stupid or not. But let's just go with it. So the first one is, what would things look like if you were able to cope with your anxiety? I mean, am I the only one who thinks that's a fucking stupid question? Um, I don't know. Have a fucking normal life and not sweat profusely, not have panic attacks, not affect my day-to-day life, not affect my work, not affect my family, not affect my boyfriend, not deal with the up and down of weight gain. I mean, just normal life. But who the fuck has a normal life anymore? I don't know. What's the worst you'll. What's the worst you've ever felt because of your anxiety? I don't know. Honestly, like, I'm going to lose everything. Like, at my worst, my anxiety, it makes me feel like I'm unworthy, unlovable. I'm a shit show, that I'm ugly, and. A variety of ways that I'm just gonna lose everything, like everything. Um, what are your top five anxiety triggers? I don't really think I have triggers per se, um, because my anxiety is driven by my OCD. It's re- my my OCD is really what the brunt of the problem is. That's what causes my anxiety. My anxiety does not cause my OCD. Can you tell me about a time you handled your anxiety in a healthy way? I mean, I think sometimes I handle it in a great way. I think a lot of people don't actually see my anxiety. Um, For the few people that know about it extremely well, I'm very honest when I'm having anxiety. Um, I go to therapy, um, in the moment when I'm dealing with anxiety, I really try to remember this too shall pass. Um, I try to read confident quotes. I try to listen to certain songs. Um, I can get more into that later, I guess, but yeah, it really just changes, on um, the situation and sometimes I don't cope with it at well at all. How do your family members cope with their anxiety? Um, We're all a fucking mess. I don't know. Um, Better than I do, probably. I hide it really well from people, but I don't know. We all go to doctors. Me and my cousin go to therapy. My sister used to have bad panic attacks. I think that she's been a lot of a lot better. She's kind of for the last few years had like a give no shits attitude and I really really admire that. I hope I get to that level one day. Um my mom has OCD to a certain point, but it's not as bad as mine. Um she's a worrier for sure, but I think she can stop herself. She can she can pull herself logically out of it. I I don't know, but I admire them all because man, I think they do it better than I do. What do you need to hear from others when you're feeling anxious? Oh shit. Well, reassurance is the number one thing. I need reassurance. I I do not need advice. I don't want advice. I need reassurance that oh I don't I don't want anyone to pity me but if I'm telling you about my anxiety then I need that specific person to reassure me whether it's about my job whether it's about our relationship whether that's friendship or romantic relationship or boss employer relationship I need reassurance that like I'm a bomb ass fucking woman and I should be confident like I just need support I don't want them to lie to me don't lie to me because I will fucking sniff that shit out and it will only make my anxiety worse but I need reassurance like that you love me that I'm a good worker that I'm smart whatever it is just reassure me in that moment um how has your anxiety impacted your relationships with others well, the good thing is that I've never lost anyone because of my anxiety. Um, I mean, not yet anyways, and hopefully that never happens. Usually my anxiety is really bad in the beginning of a relationship, and that does not matter matter whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or an employee relationship. I get very anxious. Um, I'm scared to lose things um, and people just because – probably uh, just because of my past – which I should not let control me, but it happens. Um, it has caused tension in the beginning of relationships, but I've never lost anyone because of my anxiety. It's usually six months to a year in, and I finally feel settled in the in the relationship. Um, I feel like I can probably trust that person now. I feel like that person knows me and my quirks and I know them. Um, I'm willing to – or I'm, I can see now how much that person is willing to do with me or for me. It just, it just takes some time, honestly. Um, but I've never lost anyone. But it has definitely caused tension and fights, um, snap, like snapping at people. I've snapped at my mother because of my anxiety and then I immediately feel bad. Um, what happens to your body when you start to feel anxious? Oh, mother of Jesus. Um, I get hot. I get nauseous. My hands sweat a lot. Like, they're very, very clammy. Um, my heart races. Um, at times I can get super dizzy. Um, sometimes I feel like clutch, like I need to get out. And it doesn't matter how big the room is or where I'm at. Like, I need to get out. I need people to get away from me if someone touches me I'm very very irritated. Um sometimes I just want to blow up and then but then if I do I immediately regret it because I do and say things that I obviously don't mean at all. Um I tend to do certain tics too that you would never notice unless I told you about them, which is like I will tap some fingers together, like my middle finger, my thumb, or my uh, pointer finger, my thumb. I will, bite my lip at times, or my, like the inside of my gums, I'll tap my foot. Um, But sometimes that can also be nervousness too, not anxiety. But a big one is like the sweating of the hands, my fingers, uh, like touching together really quickly, nauseous, just it, not good what do you need others to do when you're anxious I feel like that's a fucking repeating question same thing as what I need them to hear I mean do I guess besides reassure me if you're in person hug me kiss me like be emotional towards me give me attention do not leave me it walking out is probably part of my anxiety like I'm worried that I'm gonna lose you so don't walk out on me um do you think you'll ever be able to cope with your anxiety yes because I don't fucking give up on anything I'm stubborn like that how do you think your anxiety could impact you in the future um I don't know I don't think I could lose a job over anything. I think the only thing is that I could lose people I love if if it gets too bad. But also then do they really love me and are they worth it if they're willing to walk out because of my anxiety? Oh, that's a fucking question you can go in a fucking circle about. Um, how do you th- – oh, wait, I just said that. Oh, how do you think your anxiety can impact you in the future? Uh, I don't know. Same old shit, different day. Like, again, nothing catastrophic has happened, but uh, let's hope it never does. What are some things that your anxiety has kept kept you from doing? Nothing. Nothing. Thankfully, I never let fear control what I do. Um... That I won't let it happen. That's that's too much for me. Um, well, I shouldn't say, like, what I do. Because anxiety definitely stops me from working at times. Stops me from getting out at times. But for the most part, like, doing big things, it will never stop me. Um, when is your anxiety at its worst? Um... The easiest way to put that is when I get validation that my worry was right. That's it, even if it's illogical. And I get validation that my worry is right. And that will be more connected to my OCD. What are some other feelings you experience when you're anxious? Sadness, anger, unworthiness disrespect, fear. Fear is a huge one. Suffocation, claustrophobia, terrified, frightened, numb sometimes. What does your anxiety look like at home, school, or the neighborhood? Uh, I don't know that you could tell. I mean, school's fine, whatever. Neighborhood, I don't know what the fuck that means. I walk my dog. Like, what are you doing? Home. I mean, I have the same symptoms at home that I do outside. Sweaty hands, clasping fingers together. What things make your anxiety worse? I don't know. I guess when it just all piles up. Um again when i get validation or when i need someone to va- to reassure me and they don't when someone leaves me just I, yeah what kind of thoughts go through your head when you're anxious <laughs> oh my god it doesn't matter what it is it is always the worst case scenario always the worst case scenario. Oh my God, my mom's going to die. Oh my God, that person's going to leave me. Oh my God, he's cheating on me. Oh my God, am I going to get fired? It's literally always the worst case scenario. Um, are they mostly positive or negative? Uh, negative. They're always negative. There's never a positive. What ways have you tried to cope with your anxiety? What worked the best? What didn't work at all? what are some other coping skills you think you might, you think might be helpful? So the last one I'll say this podcast, I'm hoping fucking live journal it. Let's embarrass myself. Let's let people hear my anxiety and my OCD fucking firsthand. Um, so ways I've tried to cope with my anxiety and what's worked best and what didn't work at all. I don't want to say nothing's worked at all. Um, I don't think that's accurate, but I've definitely I've tried therapy, music, podcasts. Not doing my own podcast, but listening, walking outside, getting out with others, meditating, writing down and rereading reasons why I should be confident and not worry, telling myself this too shall pass. Um, trying out the rooted app, staying in the present. So, what hasn't worked too well, and I'm working on it with my therapist, is staying in the present. I constantly go to the future my worry always pushes me to the future about what's going to happen. I need to stay in the present and staying in the present doesn't mean just like, Oh, it's, it's today. And I have this to do. It's okay. It's Monday, the 28th at eight seventeen PM. Right now I have this friend right now. I'm hungry right now. That tree is green right now. Like the wall is gray. right? Like looking at things right in front of you. That's really what, we're trying to work on together, but it is very, very hard, especially when the OCD is in full blast. Um, therapy helps me a lot. I, I adore my therapist. I haven't always adored my therapist in the past, but luckily, this one that I've had for a year and a half, she's amazing, and I'm never leaving her. Um, music at times can, but it also can hurt. If I go to a song and I fucking listen to it, it can make me feel worse too. Walking outside always helps. There's never a time it doesn't help except when I'm walking the dog and she goes fucking nuts. I have, Last week, I literally cried on the sidewalk because she started barking at someone and my anxiety was already at its threshold and she started pulling me and I literally cried on the sidewalk. I cried on the sidewalk. It's awesome. New low for me. Um, getting out with others, it helps take my mind off things and I can't do my OCD Um, it's one of the best things. Meditating, it's newer to me, but I'm really, really trying. It's helping me at least take 10 minutes to my fucking self for a day. There's that. Um, writing down and rereading reasons I should be confident. Um, that helps when I can do it. When my OCD is in full blast, I can't pull myself away to stop my compulsion. That's the fucking problem. I know what I should do. I know I should go to that note and read what I wrote down. And yet I don't. Because my OCD is just too strong in that moment. Um, telling myself this too shall pass. Oh, I wish it worked better. I love it. I have it tattooed on me. That's how much I fucking have anxiety and worry about things. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I need to be better. But yeah, that's the last of the anxiety questions. There's a little bit about me. Um, So yeah, so let's get on to OCD because that's the fun shit. Okay, so now I want to get into my OCD to start though. I am going to talk about what OCD actually is. So I'm going to read off something first and then I'll dive into mine. So if it sounds a little rehearsed. At the beginning, um, I'm just reading, so sorry. Obsessive-compulsive disorder is excessive thoughts that lead to repetitive behaviors. Obsessive-compulsive disorder is characterized by unreasonable thoughts and fears that lead to compulsive behaviors. So the key words there are unreasonable fears and compulsive behaviors. So O is for obsession. The obsession is an intrusive, disturbing thought that will not go away. Worse yet, it creates a great deal of distress, anxiety, guilt, even anger. C is for compulsion. A compulsion is a behavior or sometimes a ritual, bringing to mind certain images internally, reciting a phrase, touching the chin, then rubbing one's hand together, um, why does OCD persist? Compulsions are performed in order to be rid of the obsession. In turn, anxiety is reduced. This, te- this teaches the brain a bad habit. Continue to perform compulsive behavior when obsession arises. So, a lot of people think that OCD, the most, I guess, I don't want to say the most popular, but the most present in like, Entertainment things like movies and stuff tends to be people who clean a lot. So, like people who clean their house 12 times a day because they can't stand the dirt and stuff like that. And they do it over and over and over again. That is not what OCD has to be. It does not have to do with cleanliness or anything like that. It can be obsessing about anything, especially that is unreasonable. And then you have compulsions for it. So I have three types of OCD. Like I have three different kinds of OCD. Two of them really don't affect my day-to-day life so much. No one would ever guess it. Um, Third one is like fucking debilitating to my life at times. Um, So my first one is organization not cleanliness not dirt i mean i don't like things to be dirty but mine is organization i will um alphabetize my dvds and put them in genres i will organize my kitchen cabinets the cans they need to be in a certain order they need to all be facing the same um uh, my underwear drawer is color-coded and organized by what type of underwear it is Like, everything has a place and an order, and wow, that sounds really, really amazing, and I prefer it. Um, If someone fucks with it, I will become stressed or I will be seriously pissed off at them. There was a time my ex-boyfriend, like, I don't know how many times I fucking told him, Put the plastic wrap back in the place. Like, it's not hard. The box is bigger than the foil box, so it should go under. Like, what is the problem? And I just like, I'm like, really? Like, he put it back. Not only did he put it back on top of the foil, but it was like half open, and it was um, like not even standing. Like, I don't know. It really bugged me. But I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, this isn't even that hard. Like, just fucking close it and put it back right. It's not hard. Or he would put back DVDs in not the right order. Again, it's alphabetized, not hard. Um, my current boyfriend is probably listening to this fucking mortified, but I promise I have gotten better on those things. <laughs> so there's that. Uh most people will never know because it doesn't really affect them that much. Like I put when I take a pair of underwear, I put it on. When I put it back, I put it in its place. Like Honestly, to me, it helps save time. I don't have to keep finding a fucking pair of underwear or a DVD. I know where it's at all the time. If you put it back, it has its place. You then know where to get it. It's not hard. Um, Two, this is very weird. I've run into one or two other people who have this, but you would never know it. You would never know it by looking at me unless I told you. So my second one is evening out my body. If I feel like my body – is uneven like say i step on a crack with my left foot or i brush up against something with my right shoulder not all the time but in but in certain specific moments i then feel uneven now i have to step on a crack with my right foot and it has to be just the right area with my foot otherwise i gotta keep doing it um this i I gotta turn around on my left you know if i feel like i brush something imaginary on my right it's you would never know it i never make other people do it it's only me and you would never know it's not all the time it's not even every day it's just i don't even i don't know i just feel uneven i it's not symmetrical in that moment and i need it to be that's it that's all i know uh it's it's weird i understand um but okay so my biggest one is oh Oh my God, I hate this so much. They're my thoughts. I have obsessive thoughts. And when I am obsessing, taking me away from those thoughts is almost impossible to do because then my compulsion, my fear, whatever that is about that thought is... I look up things to almost validate that fear. So I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, when I got into a car accident, I've only been in one car accident. I got a ticket. I was the one ticketed, even though the ugh, fucking girl was on her phone, but she slammed into me at a stop sign, but I had the stop sign. It's a whole fucking mess. Anyway, so I got into a car accident and I got the ticket. And by the way, I've never had a fucking ticket. Never had a parking ticket. Never had a speeding ticket. Like, I am a grandma. When I drive, I file all the laws. I'm very proud of it. I don't care. My boyfriend makes fun of me. I don't care. Um, let's just say that I started freaking out so badly that I convinced myself after a fucking ticket that was like, my ticket was like, just like a no stop. Okay. She didn't even go to the hospital with injuries. We both had state farm. I didn't have any injuries. My Jeep was fine. Cause it's a Jeep. Hers was total, but it was like a 13 year old car. Um, but I convinced myself that I was going to go to prison for like 12 years. I had called state farm and they had told me that she did end up going to the hospital later that night with injuries, but it was just like, whiplash or something like that. I literally convinced myself by looking up the laws that if someone has an injury from an accident, it can be considered like attempted manslaughter or something. And you could go to prison for 12 years. I was like, my life is fucking ruined. I literally convinced myself so badly that my sister then reached out to a coworker whose uncle is a lawyer. He called me and went over it okay, to try to reassure me that I was not going to go to prison for 12 years, okay, I went to court, I went to court to dismiss a fucking like $100 ticket, okay, I did, like she didn't show up, so it was expunged, like I, nothing on my record, no ticket, didn't have to pay it, worth going, but holy shit, I spent two months of my life worrying I was gonna go to jail for 12 years because I got into a minor car accident. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, when it comes to my job, if someone says something weird, they may not have even noticed, like say my boss is just acting weird that day, but I have, a, I have a thing where like I can pick up on any weird tones or pattern differences. So like if my boyfriend usually sends me a hard after something and he doesn't, ho- I think he's breaking up with me. I notice patterns. Okay. If you usually send a period, but now you send an estimation, I, something is fucked up. Like something, holy shit. What has changed? But if I, like, say that happens with work, okay, I then, well, I'll just ask them, like, is something up? Like, I I don't, here's the thing, is like, I have no patience and no shame. I will just fucking ask the person, like, is something up? Luckily, no, nothing's up, Um, I'm good at my job, and I've just overthought the fucking little comment they did, that they didn't even notice they did. but, yeah, it's, like, cause that. Um, most recently, and this is mostly because this is the newest relationship in my life. Um, my boyfriend, oh, my God, he's going to, like, really hate me for this. And, I, mind you, I don't think everything about this is logical or unreasonable. But there are definitely times that it is. Um, I'm afraid he'll cheat on me or leave me. Um, and most of it is with no basis. Like, I mean, they're really not most of it like all of it is with no basis so i'll obsess and oh my god he's gonna kill me for this i'll obsess and check his social medias for validation of my worries so instead of validating myself that he's not going to cheat on me or even though he's not a cheater like there's no part of him that's a cheater he's been cheated on multiple times by fucking twat waffles okay he's he's never cheated my ex-boyfriend cheated on me okay and then left me after four years by not responding to my texts by not answering phone calls like literally just one day just fucking stop talking to me after years of being in a relationship together so because of him my fucking fear now is that my current boyfriend will do that and that's a horrible thing i should not take that out on my current boyfriend uh, but I've got mental issues that I'm desperately trying to work through. And he is aware of all this. Like I'm I'm very open about my anxiety and OCD. But holy shit, he doesn't, he doesn't deserve it. But that's that is part of the OCD. Like the compulsion. It's not fair. It's not fair to him at all. But I will check his social medias for validations. And like it can take hours out of my day, guys. Like it'll, I'll literally not be able to work. It makes me literally nauseous. If I see him like a photo of some girl's ass. I literally go, oh, he liked another girl's ass in a photo. Guess he doesn't like my ass. He's going to leave me for her. Like the logical part of me knows that that's not true. However, there is also another part of me that like I'm a very loyal person. I do think that there is – a reasonable expectation in a relationship, like don't be doing that shit. Like do that shit privately. Do your porn privately. I don't need to see that shit. I do think at times it is a level of disrespect because I wouldn't do that. Like, and I expect the same treatment in return. Like I'm going to love you to death. Like no matter who you are in my life, I'm loyal to you and I expect loyalty in return. I know that guys don't think of things the same way. Like girls, a lot of times we'll, you know, if we see a guy and we think he's hot, you know, if we see a picture of like a Viking, we're like, oh my God, back in the day would he like raid my village and like capture me and like made me fall in love with him. And oh, we fall in love and have babies and I become like the Viking queen or whatever. Like we imagine a life. They don't, they just go, huh, boobs, like, and then they exit out and they're like, what's my amazing girlfriend doing? Like they do not think the same, but I do think it is a level of disrespect still. Like um, my ass is pretty great. You should really only be liking my ass. Um, But it's a new relationship and we're both getting to know each other. And he has died it down a lot because he knows it hurts me and he doesn't want to hurt me. Um, And I'm trying to be super understanding of him. He's not a liar. Like I believe him when he's like, I honestly don't think anything of it. I like it. I move on. Like I get it. I get it. But my obsession, my compulsion will be to look for those things and validate my fear that he's going to leave me. It's not, he's not going to fucking leave me. He's going to leave me because I fucking turned into Psycho Sally on his ass. He's not going to leave me because some girl fucking showed her hoo ha on Instagram and he liked it. Like I know this, and yet my compulsion and my obsessive thoughts make me feel in that moment just differently and it causes fights and arguments and stuff. And it can change my mood and and it makes me need reassurance. And it's just a mess. And I know over time I'll get better with it. And I also know he'll get better with it. And I know he's still learning my anxiety and all that, but it is hard. But those are some examples like the car accident with the court, the job, the relationship, you know, those are examples of how my obsessive thoughts make me do things that validate my worries. Like I, if anything, I should go, oh, that's a weird thought. Um, Get out of here, weird thought. You have no basis for that. That's a ridiculous thought. You're not going to go to prison for 12 years. Um, But instead I go, let me look up laws and situations that validate that worry. Oh my God, here's an instance where that happened. Um, no, bitch. He was drunk driving and he was on his like fourth time. So now he's in prison for 12 years. Um, you are not that person. And yet I will look at that instance and go, going to prison for sure. Um, let me set up things. Let me say goodbye to my family. Like, it's so ridiculous. And yet that's it. Um, uh, yeah. So that's, um, that is my OCD. It is super embarrassing. Um, again, like thing, like it's not like a one minute thing, either a half an hour thing. I will go back and check shit for hours. Like I will look up hours worth of like research on Illinois laws um, and driving laws and courtroom and like all of that hours to validate my things. Like I will check Fucking social media 250 times, which is also why I said in my last episode I've deactivated and deleted it a lot. I keep going back and forth. It's not good for me. It's not good. It's not good for most humans. Let's like just fucking admit that. It's fucking bullshit all around. But it's really not good for me. Um, yeah. So that is my OCD. Super embarrassing, but um, hopefully gave you at least a laugh. If anything. Um, maybe it also made you feel not alone. Hmm? Yep. Okay. So if you do want to reach me, I, I've been playing around the thought of creating an Instagram account or something, but I'm really just not comfortable with it right now. I think that's just not good for me. So if you do want to reach me for any reason, you can email me at what if with Lisa at gmail.com so go at it if you want to fucking make fun of me you're not gonna hurt my feelings um if you want to laugh with me go ahead if there's something if there's a fucking tip you want to give me if you want to tell me how much you hate my podcast if you want to tell me how much you hate my swearing my voice I don't give a shit go ahead and send it if you want to tell me that I made you laugh I made you cry I made you feel connected please fucking do it Um, if you want to just like uplift my spirits in some way, that'd be great too. You do whatever you want or don't email me. That's fine too. Anyways. Okay. Well, I'm gonna let you go. I'm sure I'll do another episode this week or probably this week, maybe for the new year, either New Year's Eve or, um, a couple days later or maybe both who the fuck knows I guess we'll find out because I have no fucking plan here anyways thank you for listening ciao